And a one, two, three. I always thought if, uh, if I was going to commit suicide, I'd, I'd have to count down, you know. I'd, I'd have to because um, yeah. you just don't want to just do it, right? <laughs> um, this is my first podcast, you know. You ever get the feeling that uh, everybody in the world already knows you? I don't know what complex they call that, but and, uh, you'll hear uh, the mic go out a couple times because uh, I'm not sure if I'll continuously keep doing these uh, doing these podcasts. So I have the demo version of this application to record my voice. I bought a pretty good mic though because uh, you know, like all uh, black guys, uh, I'm an expiring rapper. I'm pretty good at it too. I'm not sure if you ever get a hold of that stuff. Cause, uh, I'm not going to post it here and this is completely separate from that. I might, you know, touch upon it a little bit, but other than that, I won't, um, I won't go too deeply into, uh, you know, the ways how, uh, <laughs> I want to spend my, uh, rest of my life. I don't know. Maybe I will, you know, never, uh, ever, never, uh, uh, completely, you know, commit. Um, I'm not saying I'm afraid of commitment, but uh, <laughs> I can see the theme where it's going now. But uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit, you know, maybe uh, I'm a little afraid of commitment. Um, but uh, I, I think this will be fun because uh, I remember uh, growing up, I used to always uh, talk to myself, and uh, it allowed me not to have a filter at all. While I was talking, you know, completely say things that were on my mind and, uh, and not give, and not give a fuck because, you know, uh, who else is going to hear it, you know, but uh, I'm going to have to learn to do that with these podcasts because it's basically the same thing, basically the same thing, you know, I'm talking to myself and, uh, I find it really, uh, relaxing, uh, meditative. Uh, I know, uh, some people have other methods, you know, um, it's still using, using, it's still using, uh, the front part of your brain, the frontal lobe, you know, when you, when you, when you pray and you meditate, it's still using that part of the brain. So in a way, this is my, um, this is my way of meditating or praying. I'm not saying, uh, I don't believe in God. I'm not saying I do believe in God. You know, I'm not here to disprove him, even though, um, you know, other people, uh, find that relatively easy and, uh, some find it uh, relatively, uh, hard to say, uh, he doesn't exist. And it's not what I'm doing because a little bit of me still believes in it, you know, so I can't ever, you know, completely dissolve the water, because, uh, who knows, no one really fucking knows, so, you know, yeah, the good news is, uh, I think I might have a lot talked about as soon as that filter comes down, so, you know, um, yeah, in the meantime, uh, I'm just gonna look up, you know, some new stuff as I talk, because, uh, I get my best ideas from, you know, see what's happening out today, and, uh, First thing, I guess uh, I didn't even see this on the thing yet. I didn't look it up, but uh, I do know. I do know uh, Passover is uh, coming soon. Yep, uh, and it, it's always strange how uh, Passover always lands on uh, one of those bright red moons. And uh, I'm not sure if is it because uh, if it's uh, because all the religious people are up to date with uh, you know the celestial bodies, or they have been. So they pretty much uh, know what I'm land and they put Passover directly on that day. But hey, who knows? Who gives a fuck? Uh, another thing, um, I, uh, I've uh, realized that my parents were uh, right about everything that they've ever said. That they've
they've ever said, you know. And uh, at the same time, also realize that they're also fucking wrong, you know. So it's a little bit of best of both worlds. I feel like uh, that's the only way to go, uh, to get the best of both worlds. You don't, you don't just commit. <laughs> you, you need all. You need it all. And not to be greedy, you know, but you do need a little bit of everything, you know. So, uh, you know, I think uh, growing up, I've always had this uh, this part of me where uh, I, I speak uh, to myself. And I've even had some, uh, some really crazy... Uh, dream experiences about it, uh, you know, uh, being in a dream, being in a dream and feeling, feeling, and feeling omnipotent, you know, completely omnipotent, you know, up, down, left, right, and out, over, on the, you know, whatever it is, speak out and speaking to you, that kind of thing, so I think in that dream itself, uh, you know, I was even talking to myself. But yeah, see, um, you never know what's really out there, you know. I've been uh, lucid dreaming, or I used to lucid dream uh, a lot uh, when I was younger, and I don't do so much anymore. I'm trying to get back in it now, but it seems uh, like it's proving very difficult at this moment. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. No. Let's see, uh, this quote here says, uh, The shaman seers of the fourth world generally agree. That those tenaciously cling to the past will fall into mass insanity. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Mass insanity. If you fall in, uh, I guess uh, the best thing to do is, if you know you're going to fall in, is have a way to climb out. You know, you need a way to climb out. But yeah. The filter hasn't come down yet. I don't know. But uh, I, mean, I presume soon it will. I don't know how long this podcast will last. Will last, but uh, this one particularly, you know, maybe an hour, you know, thirty minutes. I don't really know. I'm just, uh, I'm just talking, you know, talking to myself. Uh, I think it took me a while before I, in real life, even got the foot to go down. So I'm not sure if it'll take one episode, two episodes, fifty episodes. But um, I just keep doing it. I guess I don't know until my heart's content. Um, well, uh, let's give you a setting. I don't know. Let's uh, make it like a, a book. Let's give you a setting. I am uh, I'm in my parents' garage right now. And uh, I just uh, moved back home with my parents about uh, two months ago. And uh, I left them about, I left them about uh, three years ago. And the way I did it, it was kind of, uh, it was kind of fucked up, you could say. But uh, I remember it was... Uh, it was, a, I think it was a Saturday, no, it was a Friday night, no, it was a Saturday, and, um, and my dad were talking about, uh, about my, uh, next decisions in life, and, uh, I think, uh, he was telling me that we were going to move to Orlando, or Kissimmee, pretty close, that's where I am right now, and in my mind, I was like, man, this is my only chance to go down the rabbit hole, you know, and... My parents were slowly dragging me away from the rabbit hole, you know, so. I thought about it and I said, well, I gotta make my, my move now. And uh, I previously had um, a friend, you know, tell me that, you know, it was okay. He had a he had a place for me for a little while before I got my ish together. I could move in with him, you know. <laughs> Not knowing that he already had another friend living at the place with him that I had no fucking idea about. Worst thing ever, like, you tell me that you have somewhere for me, and I'll be good, 
and I've never really been to your house before, dude, or never been upstairs where the bedrooms are, so I don't even, so I don't even know that this is a one fucking bedroom, I don't even know that, two, I don't know that you already have someone with you, living with you that you're helping out already, so I'm being thrown into a situation with not knowing nothing, and all I did was, uh, after he told me that, you know, a week later, on that same day that my dad was telling me that, you know, uh, about a week or so, we're going to be moving to Orlando or kissing me or whatever. And I just packed up my stuff and, uh, I put them in the garage, you know. At first they were upstairs, but, uh, I think it was a little too suspicious that I was going to make the move pretty soon. So, uh, I went and I put them in the garage. And, uh, when I put them in the garage, uh, I felt as if uh, I was putting them in there because I wasn't moving anymore. And turns out I actually was at that moment, uh, moving. See, I guess they thought since I took them out of my room and put them in the garage that I was staying. And I think I knew that because, uh, it goes back to the thing about talking to myself. Uh, whenever I also talk to myself, sometimes I include other people there, whether they're imaginary or not. It doesn't matter. Well, they're not imaginary. They're the real people. So uh, I act as if uh, I act as if I'm me, and uh, if I were them, what would they say from me? From me saying what I'm saying, you know. So it works like that, you know. It's like a it's like a, a theory of mind, I guess they call it, when you uh, put yourself in someone else's shoes, you know, so way you can really see what's going on. So pretty much, uh, I put the bags in the garage, and, uh, and, uh, I, uh, slowly opened the garage, and had a neighbor help me take these boxes, and, uh, take them to the new place I was living in, not knowing that, uh, this neighbor helping me, this fucking neighbor that's helping me, exactly behind my back, trying to see where I'm moving to, so he could tell my dad, you know, it's like, can never really be too sure about people, man. So, you know, um... I move the stuff, whatever, and, uh, I come back home one last time to make sure I didn't forget anything, and, uh, my dad asks me for my key, I give him the key, and, uh, <laughs> I see him tearing up, you know, it's not the first time I see my dad tear up, I think the first time he teared up was when he found out that I have smoked marijuana before, and I couldn't understand, it was completely baffling, because I didn't understand how much it meant to him, and the thing is, um, we come from two different worlds, you know, my dad is, uh, a really strict, uh, Asian guy, and I'm like a new age hippie kind of guy, you know, so, yeah, so I am Asian, you know, you might not, you might not be able to tell by the accent, but, uh, yeah, I am, and, uh, I, I see myself in, in, a, in a, in a different light, you know, than, uh, my parents do, and it's kind of hard to break that mold, you know, I know growing up, you two have probably tried to break the mold that your parents tried to mold you into, because the one you don't see is right, you know, and, not, not that you don't see it as right, you know, you don't see it as, uh, as the way to go, you know, you don't see it as wrong either, you know, it's just, it's just not you, and, and you want to be you, you know, so, uh, I move in this place, uh, with my friend, you know, I know him for about half a year, and originally, this came about because, uh, when I first came to the, to the, to the place, you know, Royal Palm, I, uh, I was going to school for, uh, like, vocational, uh, you know, technical studies, you know. I wanted to be an architect. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an architect. But uh, after uh, leaving that school, uh, after two years, you know, I went to that school for ninth, tenth grade. Uh, and then uh, my architecture teacher uh, left. And uh, I felt as if, you know, if he was uh, brave enough to make the change, you know, I was brave enough, too, because, you know, 
I just took my, uh, you know, uh, AutoCAD Associates or whatever, and I, I barely passed a little bit, you know, or I didn't pass. I barely didn't. I barely. How do I say this? I did not pass by a little bit, you know. And I've been telling anybody <laughs> I passed the test, but I really didn't. I was this close, you know. So basically, in my mind, I pretty much passed. You know, I was I was that close, and more people had two chances, three chances to pass. I wasn't given that much of an opportunity to take the test. I was given one chance, and then it was given a, another chance at all, you know. So tenth uh, grade, you know, um, I decided to go to different school. You know, I wanted the real school experience. It's like a real small structured school. You know, uh, not a lot of kids in the classes. You know, it was kind of like a one-on-one thing. Not one-on-one, but, you know, like uh, maybe uh, 20, stu- 20 students per, uh, per class and maybe only 20 teachers, you know, in, uh, in the school or something, you know, like that. And each teacher taught, you know, 9th through 12, things like that. So pretty much uh, I decided I needed a bigger change, you know. So I went to a new school, Ropalmas, where I met that friend that I moved in with. And uh, I think the reason why I also wanted to move is like um, I, I still had these dreams that were linked on to me. I'm very, uh, <laughs> very inclined to music, you know, especially jazz. And the fact that uh, there's been like a new uproar of like jazz and hip hop mixed together, I was like, damn, this stuff's crazy. I think my first taste of uh, you know of uh, good music was uh, Kanye. Kanye West is crazy. My first taste of music that actually inspired me was good music. Was <laughs> was Kanye, you know, dude that signed to rock him there. I'm pretty sure you all know. Him. I was gonna say if you know him, but yeah, the guys know. Him. But um, the song was called uh, "Good Morning" from the graduation album. And at that moment, listening to that song, I, in my mind, graduated. I graduated high school right there, cause he was explaining to me how you could do all of these things that they tell you to do. And if you don't know yourself at the end of it, you really didn't really, you really didn't get anything. It, it really doesn't mean anything because now you have to find a job. That's if you even find a job in the major that you pick and this and that, you know. So it's really blowing my mind, you know. So I decided, you know, and uh, af- after I moved to that school that I was going to myself try to pursue being a rapper. And how could you do that? You got to record music, you know. So I was writing lyrics, writing lyrics, picking beats off, you know, YouTube and like that, like the regular rapper stuff, you know. So uh, I was picking beats off YouTube, da da da, and uh, you know, I would uh, write raps, da da, you know. I wasn't making beats yet, but I was still musically inclined because I played the trumpet from uh, for about three, from a uh, sixth to eighth grade, you know, and uh, <laughs> I actually broke it. And that's a different story. I'll tell that story some other time. But yeah, so I was pretty pretty good at the trumpet. I was in the phonic band, which is like the top of the class. You know, I was second trumpet. I think I, I might have been first. I'm not sure if I was first. I'm pretty sure I was uh, second. I might have been first. I definitely was not third trumpet. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, I, I got severely into jazz. I love jazz, you know. Uh, listen to Duke Ellington and Louis Armstrong and uh, all the other jazz greats, you know, that's in there, you know. All, all those guys, you know. So, uh, I was listening, I was listening to Kanye, and he really inspired me to chase these dreams, you know what, because you never get another chance to chase these dreams unless, you know, you're at, at this stage in life, you know what I mean, at that stage. I think he himself, too, he dropped out of college and uh, went to chase his dreams or whatever. So, I felt like, you know, I, I, I had to do this, you know, there's, there's not, nothing else I really want to do, 
except architecture, but make music and even that, be an architect. You know, it costs money. You can't just go to the best architect school that's going to uh, maybe have firms come look at you and, you know, not look at you, but, you know, are correlated with firms and stuff like that. And they get a good job. You have to be at a good school, you know, and that costs money. So, you know, I know they say money is the root of all evil, but it's not, you know. Uh, it's like technology. You can choose to do good things with it or you can choose to do bad things with it. It all depends on who you are. It's not the money that's bad. It's uh, the people that's bad. So they assign all these attributes to the money, but they don't want to look at themselves first, you know. Just like... Uh, like, it's, it's not the, it's not the cause of that, it's you that's bad, you know what I mean? So they try to take all these tributes and assign to the money. But, um, yeah, so. That's the thing with music, you know, you could, you could, uh, use the music for good or you could use it for bad, you know, you could spread all this dumb shit that's been circulating or you could use it as some inspiring shit, you know? That's, that's all that, so. If it, if there wasn't money, then all these people, all these niggas, be running around like they were the shit, but the money keeps everything in level order. It gives everything stats, you know what I mean? So, uh, pretty much I was going to this guy's house maybe uh, four times a week, you know, trying to record songs. And at first it was, it was pretty hard because, uh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't like, um, project myself properly. That's how you say it. Uh, I, I would try and then, uh, when I try to project myself, I would get lost and jumble it. I would get lost and jumbled in my words, you know. It took me quite a bit of time before I, uh, I could even, you know, develop the confidence. But pretty soon, uh, you know, I got it, you know. I spit some, sorry, I spit some pretty dope raps, you know. So yeah, so I was doing this and I uh, recording raps. I remember this one time, I said, uh, I said some raps like, uh, yeah, like what I said, something about, uh, bars of fire, like, so I'm like, uh, like the devil's dick after he plays basketball. Says something like my raps fire like the devil's dick after he plays basketball. Something like that. And everybody thought it was gay. I thought it was hot. That was one of the nicest metaphors I spit, you know. And from then on, for some reason, uh, I had no idea. I think it's because all the religious shit that was kind of like trying to brainwash me at the moment. I never really took too keen to it. So my mouth was on fire. Hotter than the devil's balls after he's playing basketball. <laughs> but yeah, so um, after that, I think I, I, I got into like the really, uh, really uh, metaphysical rap, you know? I was spitting all this metaphysical shit. I think I was freaking the fuck out of everybody, you know? You know, when you first find out about the apocalypse or whatever, and you tell a bunch of people about it, about it and they're freaking out. Well, this is like, no, no one ever knew about that shit, and I was just fucking saying all this crazy ass shit, you know, and I was just freaking everybody out, and, uh, they tried to change me, man, they were like, man, you can't be spit on these crazy ass bars, uh, see, now I'm a little bit different, so I've grown, you know, I've accepted it, you know what I mean, I found myself, part of the reason why I also left, you know, I found myself, sorry, give me a second, you know, so, uh, pretty much, uh, they try to change me, you know, they try to make me, uh, not spit these bars the way I want them to spit them, you know, things like and things like that, you know, it kind of really fucked me up, because at that point, I started changing my, uh, my, my wordplay, my schemes up, you know, so pretty much, uh, after that, you know, I moved in with the kid, 
whatever. He had someone living there. You know, I didn't give a fuck. You know, it was cool. You know, got to smoke as much fucking weed as I want because we always do when his parents were there. And you know, he smoked weed. So it was like, it was like me having a brother that was my age. You know, like all a brother that he wasn't older than me, having a younger brother that was pretty close to my age. You know what I mean? So it was pretty cool. It was like having a best friend it was also your brother. You know. No, I, that's that whole situation right there was a whole different story. And I'm just kind of uh, overcapping everything. But uh, so yeah, you know, that was that. You know, so my parents moved to Orlando, and uh, it's been three years since I've seen them here. And I just moved back. Then uh, I think it's uh, it was uh, January. It's about uh, April now, so three, three and a half months or something like that. So pretty much, yeah. So I lived with this kid for a bit of time, and then. Uh, Shit got sour, you know, like, uh, I can explain it, it's like, um, I'm different, you know, <laughs> only way you can say it, I'm different, I was, uh, I was working at Walgreens, you know, I was going to work, like, uh, fucking five days a week, I was making, uh, $400 a month, his mom was charging, his mom was charging me fucking, uh, 400 a month, 400 a month, so the rest of my paycheck went towards, you know, like, bullshit, you know, like, uh, Buying food, you know, fucking a shitload of marijuana. I tell you, man, I smoked this kid out so much that I'm fucking funny. Yeah, it kind of sucks that, you know, that uh, he never appreciated it after a while, you know what I mean? Because, man, I, like, that, that, that was my nigga, you know. And he wasn't even, he wasn't even black, you know, but I still called him my nigga. You know, I've always found it weird how, uh, a lot of kids try to pretend to be black. You know, this, I don't mind. If it doesn't sound like you're trying too hard, but man, this, I think this kid was, was out, out of here, man. I think it's because, like, whenever he got into a little altercation or whatever, you know, if he was cool with a couple of black kids, you know, then they would have his back, you know, because that's how it is, you know. You don't chop my nigga, you don't hurt my nigga, because, you know, I'm around, we'll beat your ass, you know what I mean? That's how it works. So I kind of, he felt as if uh, that kind of, uh, group thing was what it was meant, you know, most kids, this is why they join gangs, they want protection, they want to make money, others and cool shit, you know, so, yeah, there's a, there's a method to everything, so, so yeah, so pretty much, um, I think, uh, she started, I think uh, she started going sad when I realized how fucking crazy his mom was, because his mom living in the, in the house at the moment, and I swear to God to you, I shit you not, every fucking morning, she would wake up, you know, it wasn't during the work days, she did, actually, she still did the shit during the work days, but it was, it was less, cause I'll probably be dead asleep, you know, from getting fucking baked this shit the other night, and staying out to like 4 or whatever, and I have to go work at 4 uh, p.m., you know, so I had a pretty long morning, you know, if I was going to school, I think I, I think I moved out when I was, uh, I was still in, uh, I was still in I was still in uh, 12th grade. I think I was in the beginning of my 12th grade year. I turned 18 in March. And about like a week later in April, I, uh, I moved out of there. Out of, my, out of my parents' house. So pretty much, uh, yeah. I was uh, I was 18, you know. I was 18. Oh, I think I was in 11th grade. I think I was in 11th grade. No, no, no I can't remember. Ah, oh, man, so long ago. So yeah, I think I was... Uh, I think I had just begun the second semester of, uh, yeah, I just begun the second semester, and, uh, I was 18, senior year, second semester, 18, and there's, uh, about, you know, 
uh, it's uh, four months, about four months in the second semester, because the second semester starts in the beginning of, uh, I think it was uh, 2000, 2000, uh, 2012, yeah, 2012, beginning of 2012, I, I moved out, so yeah, so, every fucking morning, she would fucking wake up. And she would light up a storm full of fire and wind. And she was just, bitch, all, all motherfucking day. All day. About what? Because her son then washed dishes he put in the sink last night. Or she found some weed or some roaches outside. She would just light the shit up, you know. Not light up the weed, but, you know, pretty much go bananas, you know what I mean, and I've never seen someone do that, you know what I mean, like, how, how like, in my mind, I was like, damn, bro, this is kind of shit that you, <laughs> that you brought me into, this is kind of shit that you live with, your mom goes psycho every fucking weekend, it's like a stress reliever for her, you know what I mean, she just goes fucking psycho every weekend, and, like, no one fucking knows why, there could be nothing fucking wrong, but she, she will fucking find something, she will find something to go off about, you know what I mean, so that shit was crazy. I used to give fights for all the time. Because I'm a person that, you know, I like to speak my mind. You know what I mean? I like to say what's on my mind. You know? And, you know, as hard as I tried to hold that filter up, I just couldn't. Because the shit you would say was so obnoxious. I had to prove it wrong. And whenever you prove someone wrong, you know, they get even more mad. You know, no one likes to be wrong, you know? So they get even more mad. So uh, in the day, you know, she ended up kicking me out. You know what I mean? Me and her son, you know, pitched it on a bog together. He said the bomb. He said the bomb was completely mine that we didn't pitch in on it together. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of shit I was dealing with. You know, I bought him uh, like a fucking three hundred dollar grill or gold teeth. You know, because the kid wanted to be black. And the deal was that I couldn't use his mic whenever I wanted to. This isn't his mic right now. This is my own, uh, pretty much blue pro mic that I bought off a uh, Apple website for about uh, two hundred fifty dollars. So, I still didn't get a chance to even use this mic. I think I recorded about, uh, maybe, uh, six songs that were about half, like, six and a half songs. You know what I mean? That were, like, probably a minute, thirty long. One song was about two minutes. But, uh, I recorded, recorded about six songs in the mic, and then I think he, he saw the post that I was posting on SoundCloud, and, uh, I was getting a lot of plays on him, and I'm pretty sure he got jealous. You know, this happens when, like, you get... You get anything in life, you know, any kind of little bit of, uh, anything, you know, that's a little bit of a, you know, a step up, you know, or achievement. People get jealous, you know, and the kid literally took the mic. He wasn't using one because he quit rapping because he was whack, let's face it, you know what I mean? So he fucking took the mic, you know, and said that he had to leave him at his grandma's house, you know, it's complete bullshit, I don't understand why. Someone said it should happen, you know, but I'm not thinking about it right now, you know. But it'll, it'll fucking come to me. It's fucking... I'm sorry, man. But you're, you're a bitch, man. I remember at one point we were fighting and I was like... This close to the kid's face, you know what I mean? And screaming at him like, bro, if you... Like, you know? Like, I'm all up in his shit. Like, what, like, what are you gonna do? Your mom's at home, you know? Little bitch. You know? So, the kid was a pussy, you know? I think that's the reason why he was scheming with his mom to get me kicked out too. Probably, probably was the one leaving all the shit everywhere so we get caught and shit, you know? You never know, man. So, uh, so yeah, um, so what happened was, um, they finally kicked me out. 
I was I was leaving, and uh, and like she threw her bong or she threw the bong at me. She threw uh, the bong that was in her hand, my bong at me as I was leaving. You know what I mean? And I didn't take it. You know, she probably took it and, and threw it away in the garbage or some shit. But I think uh, since you know she had to give me about uh she had to give me thirty days. You know, I had time to maybe find someone that would uh you know uh be able to have a roommate. Or whatever, so uh, I, uh, I found this uh, this guy. Well, not this guy, but uh, pretty much my my uh, my barber, my old barber. And uh, I was getting a haircut, you know, one day I was so I'll tell him about the situation and whatever. And you know, and uh, he told me he got divorced, or whatever, and my wife was living anymore. So at that moment, you know, you know, after she tried to kick me out and shit, uh, pretty much uh, I left and I went to his house first, you know, and I knocked on his door and said, hey. I'm kind of in a little bit of a mess. You think you have any space for me, you know? And I should have known at the time. I should have fucking known at the time. But I, I couldn't, you know, put my finger on it. I thought of it, but I didn't know for sure. But the guy was on crack, you know what I mean? I had no fucking idea, you know, at the time. I knew it was some kind of fucking drug. It was probably coke. So I thought it was like coke. I'm pretty sure it was crack, but I didn't want to, you know, believe that. You know what I mean? At the time, he was just going through hard times. I was drinking. This dude was grinding his teeth. I mean, these grinds were, were so loud. He thought every time he did it, like, pieces of his teeth were shattering. It was like, just like that. I swear to God, I shit you not. That's how loud he was grinding his teeth, and I couldn't fucking. Oh, my God. Just doing that noise right there brings back so many fucking flashbacks. But, um, so, yeah, um, I knocked on his door, and, uh, <laughs> You know, we have like a long ass talk, you know, whatever. And uh, he says, "Yeah, man, I got a spare room right here. My kid used to live in. I divorced my wife, whatever. You know, you could live here." So I go back, I get my stuff. You know what I mean? I put my stuff in a black plastic bag, and it looks so fucked up, man, that I I had to fucking move like that. All I had were clothes. You know, I had nothing but clothes. You know, that's all I had. So I took that stuff, go to his house, whatever. And, uh, over a certain period of time, you know what I mean? I guess, like, um, I'm, I'm a person that likes to be very open, so people like to be very open with me, too, you know what I mean? And that guy, you know, I, I didn't know he was smoking crack at first, but I think he used to do it. I think he used to do it, he used to do it, like, without me there. You know, over I left, he did it, but at a certain point, you know what I mean? He just started doing it for me, and I was like, what the fuck? And me being myself, you know what I mean? I'm not really afraid of anything. So, like, I just accepted it. I just accepted it, you know what I mean? This guy, this crap, whatever, he's going through some shit. I'm not ever going to get into that, you know what I mean? I should have fucking did some power moves and fucking got the shit under my name or some shit like that. And then got this guy kicked out because... Or not even get him kicked out, you know what I mean? Just, uh, you know, have him under my feet. You know, I'm sorry to say that, but if everything went under my control, shit would have probably went a lot smoother. I'm not not saying I'm a control freak. I'm not saying that I'm a control freak, which I am, but shit, I would have been able to handle everything, you know what I mean? It's that. It's just that, you know. So I'm living with this guy, right? And I found he's on crack, and, uh, you know, it, it was cool because I could smoke weed inside the house, and I wouldn't have to worry about anything, you know what I mean? You know, come from worrying about my weed, you know. Smoke it in the house, whatever, smoke a cigarette in the house, because he was doing whatever he wanted. I'm like, shit, I'm just gonna smoke weed in here. I mean, it was just that simple, you know. 
had like the craziest 420 fucking uh, day ever, you know, invite some friends over in my room, you know, and we all smoked down like a quarter, I never got that lifted before, you know what I mean, it was fucking out of my mind, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, and then, you know, shit got sour again, you know what I mean, and the guy lost his job, whatever, and, uh, you know, like, uh, I was paying rent or whatever, and, uh, and, uh, I was making him feel like shit, you know, I was trying to get him to stop, you know, I literally was trying to get him to stop smoking and shit, and I think he liked that, I think it's called uh, psychosis, you know, I think I learned about that shit because I started doing his homework, he was, uh, he was paying me to do his homework because he was so fucking cracked out and he couldn't do his homework, so he was paying me to do his homework, and not to say I'm a fucking genius, but I got some pretty good grades in there, you know what I mean, I got a I got two A's, a B, and a D, you know what I mean? I think I may have got one C in there, but never, never got an F, you know? So, yeah. I was paying me to do his homework or whatever. And uh, I was trying to literally get the guy off the crack, you know? And he went through psychosis, you know what I mean? And he kicked me out. I said, he can't just kick me out. Either you give me uh, most of my rent back or, you know, or I'm staying here, you know, for about 30 days, you know what I mean? And he agreed, you know what I mean? He wanted me out there. So the guy gives me a $2,500 check. You know what I mean? And he had a shitload of money because he was doing this online business thing or whatever after he lost his job. So he had the cash there. Or at least I thought, actually. Because uh, when I went to go cash the check, I cashed it and it went through. And then uh, after the check goes through, after the check goes through, uh, I went and uh, put $1,000 down on the car. You know, I put 300 on uh insurance, and I was literally, I was literally living in the car for about a month, and I was like, shit, I can't do some more, so I literally begged him to let me back after he gave me that money, I think he felt bad, I was living in my car, I had nowhere to go, so he let me back in, and I started, you know, paying rent again, I was still working at uh, Walgreens or whatever, so at this moment, you know, and, uh, living there, or whatever, and, uh, you know, it happens again, you know, I'm trying to help him, and I think that's my only fault, you know, is, uh, Maybe trying to help people or giving too much away, you know, like that. I think that was uh, his problem too, you know. Like uh, he cared a little bit too much, so you know, it kind of led him to like give all his shit away too, you know. So pretty much uh, after a while, you know, he uh, he couldn't have it more. He couldn't have me in there because uh, I would literally say whatever was on my mind. You know what I mean? And we argue about a lot of things, you know, like religion. And, uh, his habits and, uh, you know, and the way I don and everything, you know. So, you couldn't have my presence there anymore. My presence was such a, I think I, it was like a high, such a high frequency that every time I, I, I walked in there, you know, the mood would change, you know. Like, it's almost as if I could, you know, instantly, you know, read people's minds. Because, uh, I knew, like, uh, what they were thinking. And I could, like, I could, uh, say what needed to be said at that moment. You know, depending on what they were saying. I think everybody does that too, you know. Everybody, you know, talks to, um, talks to themselves as if they were talking to someone, you know. And, uh, pretty much it helps you, you know. It helps you reconcile yourself, you know what I mean? It helps you, uh, it's, it's not a guilty feeling, but it's that, uh, am I wrong feeling, you know. You try to convince yourself of, uh, if you being right, you know what I mean? You all, everybody does it, you know. And I would convince myself, you know, that, uh, 
you know, this what this person was saying. If I said this, you know, I would say the try to say the right things, you know. And the guy couldn't have it anymore. So uh I went back to the first guy that uh let me move in his house and I was like, dude, uh, I'm really fucked up. At this point the the one kid that was uh, living at his house when I first came there, I think he said he got shipped to a a mental institute or whatever. Uh, you know, one of those crazy asylums or whatever. I'm not sure exactly what happened, you know. God bless the kid, because he was a cool kid, you know. So, uh, I wish I went back to him and said, yo, I need to live here for a couple of little. Anything you can do it for me, you know. I had to ask his mom. I asked his mom. His mom was cool. His mom was kind of strapped for cash, you know what I mean? So, bam. I'm fucking back there again, man. And the same exact shit happened, you know. I'm not going to get too in depth of it now, you know what I mean? Because, uh, it'll, it'll call it me, but the same exact shit happens. And this time... And this time, you know, what happens because me and him fall out, you know what I mean? After me and him stop being friends, you know what I mean? He schemes with his mom to get me kicked out, and she eventually, you know, he listens to her son, and, uh, you know, kicks me out. I think uh, she said that uh, I used to dirty shit in the house. It's just not fucking true. I would I would take maybe three or four showers a week, right? And uh, after one of my showers, right, I'm black, you know, so... Uh, my skin, when it falls off, it has a darker shade to it, you know what I mean? It'll make the tub look slightly dirtier than, you know, if a white guy took a bath in there, you know what I mean? So this white kid, this white kid probably takes a shower and it looks like no one ever took a shower in there. But every time I take a shower, you know what I mean? It looks significantly more dirty in there. Especially because the, the, the sink thing didn't work. Not the sink, but the tub thing didn't work, so the water would float. And all the, you know, the skin pieces would float on the edge, you know what I mean? So it looked a little dirty, you know what I mean? And she would bitch about that to me. And I told her, look, the tub's not really that dirty. It's just because I have darker skin, so it makes it look a little bit dirty. And she would not believe it, you know what I mean? And we argued about that a lot, or whatever, and, uh, you know, just couldn't take it anymore. So uh, I actually found someone else, you know what I mean? Uh, this guy that was uh, pretty much, uh, needed someone to stay. And help pay rent, so I, you know, I was living there. And uh, it was pretty good at that moment, you know what I mean? Because uh, I was living in my own room, or whatever. And uh, I was still going to work at Walgreens, same place. And uh, pretty much I still could smoke whenever I wanted to. Could do whatever I want, really, you know what I mean? Stay out to whenever I want, you know what I mean? Shit was cool. And then uh, pretty much uh, his sister was living there with her kids or whatever. And they eventually moved out. And then uh, I invited some old, old friends of mine. Uh, two of them, uh, they were going out, and, uh, so pretty much it was us four in the house, it was, uh, pretty much, uh, Earth, because the kid was, uh, he was a Taurus, and he was a water, and he was a Pisces, I'm a fire sign, and he was, and, uh, he was a Gemini, you know, so shit was great, you know what I mean, and then, uh, everybody started losing their jobs, or whatever, and it was just me left there, and, uh, well, not, not just me, but me and him, you know what I mean, his mom owned, his mom actually owned a couple other houses, so pretty much, uh, he didn't have to pay anything or whatever. I was the only person that really had to pay, you know what I mean? Because I'm not in, uh, you know, I'm not in the family or whatever. So after that shit falls through, you know, whatever, uh, I moved uh, back here to <laughs> Orlando, you know what I mean? And through that experience, you know, I, uh, I learned a lot about myself. I, I, I learned a lot about myself, you know. Uh, I found myself and brought myself back to me. And uh, I'm back home. And, uh, I actually have, uh, shit little demos, uh, demo songs on my SoundCloud that, uh, pretty much, uh, testify to the experiences that I have a little bit, you know what I mean? So, uh, 
there's no escaping it, you know. So uh, I think uh, whatever happens, you know, that shit will always live with me because uh, it was really memorable experience. And uh, I actually went down a rabbit hole, you know, and uh, I actually got out, you know what I mean? I found my lower self, uh, I found my higher self, and uh, I found the middle ground between the two. So, so uh, honestly, uh, I think uh, everybody should at some point, you know, Go find themselves, but not just dive into a rabbit hole. Please have an escape route, you know. Some way to climb back out of that motherfucker, or you know you're going to get out of that motherfucker somehow. Just know that you're going to get out that shit, you know what I mean? But uh, it was crazy. So now I'm back in Orlando, and uh, I'm trying to go back to school. Because I actually didn't go back to school. I did graduate, but uh, I didn't uh, go to college or anything during that time, you know. So uh, I think... Uh, now it's time for me to become an adult after learning all these things about people who have value, you know, that uh, you can't, uh, you can't upset, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the landlord, <laughs> you know, cause you get your ass kicked out, <laughs> and uh, all this other shit, but you know, I have, uh, music, testament to it, and I, I left there with, uh, shit little music <laughs> that I wrote, so you know, it wasn't all bad, and uh, I, I had a lot of confidence now, and uh, I know how to take care of a household now. I know uh, what I like to eat, things I didn't know before, because you know, my parents kept me kind of sheltered, you know, so. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I'm not sure uh, exactly how long it was, but uh, it was fucking great. Uh, I think the filter did come down, so next episode, uh, I'll try something really organized, put together, you know, something really funny. You know, I'm gonna break down like uh, all these moments together. So each episode I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, my home living situation, one, you know, parents or whatever, and then uh, maybe next one, exactly next one, you know, step by step. I'll talk about uh, that white kids living situation, and uh, now I'll talk about on uh, I'll talk about uh, the house with the earth, wind, and fire, you know, and I'll talk about uh, the guy with the crack, you know, I'll talk about all the funny situations. And Talk about the funny situations and all of them, you know. I'll try to go back and my uh, go down memory lane and uh, tell some uh, pretty crazy stories and you know, break them down psychologically. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know I was taking fucking college level PhD classes while I was with that crackhead. So for like uh, I'm a doctor, just call me uh, Doctor Duke. <laughs> and uh, that's it. Thanks for listening.